and we're live. Got the incense burning, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's great vibes today. It's great vibes. They're great vibes today. Gotta, you know, establish this great bond that we have. Got a really good, we have a really good podcast coming today, man. I'm telling you. This podcast today is one of the first of a series, man. I just gotta let y'all know. So, hop on, you know, and be ready to get all this free game. Ooh. This is for me. Good about tonight, man. I'm feeling really good about tonight. Let's see what we can add, man. What's up, brother? Good for some people to get up in here, man. Podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Blue, Michael Blue. And I am Josiah Jacobs. And we're bringing on a very special guest today, a very special guest, very knowledgeable. Grew up, grew up with him right next to us, man. Never knew that this dude was really into stocks like that until probably about two or three months ago where he popped out, you know, and he started, you know, teaching us about stocks and whatnot. Um, honestly, and, and kind of inspired me to get into stocks a little bit um, on the low. But I'll let you guys, you know, I'll, I'll let him explain, you know, what, what he really has been getting into, you know what I'm saying? So I present to you guys, Zach. What's up, brother? Yeah, thank you for having me on here. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I, I just, nah, bro, me and Zach go back hella far, you know, St. Leo's. You was, you was, you've been there. Like, I ain't go to St. Leo's. <laughs> no, but like, bro, you didn't go there till fifth grade. Like, like Zachary was there. 
pre-K and I was in kindergarten. You yeah. know? We go we go way back, bro. Yeah, way back. Yeah. And I just wanted to kinda ask you, Zach, you know, in high school, you wasn't you would ne- you was never on this shit like that. You know, you was never on it. Yeah. How how did that kind of start for you? Um so personally for me, I'm gonna be honest, I wasn't really financial literate until about middle of my senior year when I started my clothing brand, uh Sick Love Apparel. But I really didn't surround myself with the best of people and I think that, you know, kinda deteriorated, you know, my way of thinking and you know, investment wise. But after I started Sick Love and started reading books such as Rich Dad Poor Dad, I think that helped my understanding and made me want to get into investments. So that's kind of how it started and, you know, my passion for investing and understanding the different asset classes in which you need to own in order to be successful in society. But that's that's how it kind of started for me. Bro, that, that's hella cool, bro. I think everybody should be researching this stuff in some type of way. And everybody, it takes them It takes them time. Everyone needs to have that certain type of epiphany in their life to make them really want to get serious about this type of stuff. And I'm glad for you, you kind of realized that early. In senior year, you had your clothing brand. I bought something from there, Sick Love, shout it out, you know? And uh, we all we all got to have that moment. And right. I'm glad that you had yours early. And I'm kind of having mine around around now. I actually have Rich Dad Poor Dad right here next to me. Hey. I've been reading it, bro. That book is crazy, bro. I'm only two chapters in, and bro, he giving f- free. Well, it's not free because it's a book I bought it, but I'm, you yeah. know, it's it's game, bro. Right. It's game, bro. That shit is that shit is really really good, bro. Oh yeah, no, that book is definitely the book that turned the switch on for me. And just you know how he talks about assets versus liability. I think that's a big thing that society needs to really realize. You know, everyone right now, I don't want to say everyone, but a majority, you know, of our people in our age group are more looking at liabilities, you know, designer stuff. Like, I mean, it doesn't serve you any purpose. No one really, I mean, no one cares. I mean, if you're buying it for yourself, that's good, but no one really is buying that for themselves. They're buying it to impress other people, and these people really don't care what you're buying. And that's why, you know, a lot of the minorities don't get as ahead in life. Because of, you know, what they're hearing in rap music or what, you know, what social media is portraying. They're thinking they need to go buy Gucci's and Louis Vuitton, you know, feel important to society. But that's beyond the point. You're just putting yourself deeper into a hole trying to look rich or, you know, be something that you're not. So what I took from the book was that you need to own assets, whether that's stocks, bonds, paper, cash. Cash is just, you know, that's still an asset, even though inflation is eating away cash. Um yeah cryptocurrency all of that that you know he's just like you said in the book he gives away free game and i think that like i said really turned on a switch for me and realized that what am i doing i'm you know because like i said when i was a junior you know i'm buying off-white shoes you know yeah i might like the shoe but it, like it's useless now these shoes just sit in my room i spend 900 dollars on a pair of shoes and it just what do, what do i get out of that i get absolutely nothing out of you know having that shoe so I think it's just after after I started realizing that, you know, I said liabilities just take money out of your pocket. I said, you know, I really don't need that in my life. And I just started, you know, focusing on stocks, you know, upgrading my knowledge. But I mean, I can talk more about my investment, but we'll, you know, we'll get into that a little, yeah. little no. later. Before before we keep going, bro, I just want to plug one other book. Uh, it's a really short read, perfect to get anybody into, like, investing or just get into that investing mindset. The Richest Man in Babylon. This is, this is the book that... that 
Hey, wait, wait, read it out. It's it's reversed right now. Oh my bad. The richest, uh, the richest man in Babylon. Richest man in Babylon. One of one of one of the you know starting books that really got my mind churning when it comes to investing. So, um, a lot of good plugs in there. Uh, you gotta you know it, it 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 teaches you how to build wealth instead of you know spending money. Right. End of day. Um, you know, uh, really good book. But let's get into uh, what the title what the title of this episode is called and why we titled it this. Well, me personally, I titled it because I knew that one thing that was really like important and one thing that you could really talk about a lot is assets. And it's all about the assets. It's all about whether, you know, it matters about how wise you're spending your money and what you're spending it on. Like one thing that I've learned from one of the first things I ever learned about like like money is one thing that two, like uh, E40 taught me. Never buy a forty thousand dollar car before you buy a house. I know I know it's in a rap song, but that's free game. That's free game for anybody. And a lot of people aren't listening to that. They're you know they listen to the rest of the song. But that that little bit of game right there, it kind of like you know turned on a switch for me. That's why you don't ever see me spending you know money on hella like you know hella expensive shit. I I, I damn near people call me cheap, bro. But I'm just like, hey, I'm broke, so I'm rich. Right. I'm broke, so I have, I'm I'm broke, so I have five mil in my bank account, bro. That's also all I gotta say, bro. That's the way to do it. Nah, bro, Michael, Michael and Zach, I don't even be wanting to buy clothes no more when I get my paycheck, bro. I don't even be wanting to buy shit, to be honest, because especially reading this book, I'm like, I'm buying stuff that has no no type of value. It's not gaining me nothing. Even, especially during COVID, you shouldn't be buying clothes during these times. You're not even going out like that. Yeah. There's no reason. You don't need no clothes right now. You don't need none of that. Just save your money or invest it. Do something to help your money grow. Invest shit. Invest in yourself. You right. know, buy some books. Right. Buy, if if you work out a lot, you know, buy some protein, something like that. Invest in yourself. A lot of people don't do that because people aren't really, people aren't really, people don't really believe in themselves. Right. You know, they don't they don't know that knowledge how knowledge can take them. You know, but a lot of people just don't. They don't be staying on their grind. They kind of quit. And everybody on here, I don't want you to quit. You got to keep going. Like we always say on here. Got to keep going. You know our mantra. You know our mantra. Come on now. Uh, but uh, what are some assets, that, you know, beginner assets that you think are very important, Zach? Like, like, what do you... Well, okay. So, I mean, everyone can open up a stock account right now if you're 18. And if you're not 18, you can do a custodial account with your parents. Um assets that i would buy for a beginner would be probably a fund that tracks you know overall markets like the s p 500 the nasdaq the dow but for me personally i have an account that's just specifically focused on index index funds so that's vanguard total stock market uh 0.5 expense ratio and um you know it's average at 13 point I believe 44 percent return in the last um 30 years so that's uh, better than just having an S&P 500, which is 8% on average. Um, that fund is only $200 a share. If you don't have that, you can buy physical silver. That's what I've been doing, just to you know, hedge inflation. Um, an ounce of silver is only $27. Really? Depending on what that you know, dealer that you're you know, messing with is you know, charging for premium. But 
you know, probably the best asset for anybody starting off are books. Get your knowledge of first before you get into the game. Because I personally, I just knew I wanted to get in the game after reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And um, I didn't take enough time learning stocks. And then I'm going to be completely honest. Um, I got caught up and I lost a lot of money. But I realized it's not about, you know, short-term gains. It's about long-term wealth. And it just changed my whole entire investing concept. And I bought the uh, book, The Intelligent Investor, and I read that which that helped me, you know, understand what invest, like what I'm doing with my investments and I'm not here to make, you know, quick gain. Because you can look at, you know, look at the average, you know, amount of money that people are retiring on. It's not more than 200000 or some people are retiring on nothing. And, you know, you can't live on that and you can't depend on a pension. So it's just if you start now while you're young, you'll thank yourself when you're later when, you, you know, if you just put $200 at 13% return for the next 40 years, you'll have $3 million. And if that's just if you start at 18, you just do that every month. Just two hundred dollars, and that's just if you're working. I mean, but I mean, you can go buy, you know, off whites and all that if you want. But <laughs> yeah, it's just um, those are some beginner investments that you um, I think are good. Knowledge is uh, king, though. Yeah, hey Zach, my mate is very big on stocks, and you know, I ask him questions and stuff like that because I'm a novice in this field. And I, hey, one of the things he tells me is that on Robinhood, when he gets us, when like he doesn't even have the app downloaded right now, he he'll invest into his stocks and he'll delete the app because he doesn't want to get because you kind of get discouraged when you're looking at it and you're not gaining money as fast as you like right you know, people don't really think about the long-term game people think about immediate gratification exactly um for me personally i uh from another account is just focused particularly on um palantir palantir that stock uh i bought it in an ipo which was around actually it was a direct listing so i bought around eight dollars a share it ran up to 45 dollars Span of about four months, but now it's trading around like twenty four dollars. But I know that I want to hold it long term, so I just keep buying that. That's just what you got to do, you know. If you're doing instant gratification, you will get killed. You may get lucky, but you'll end up. You, I guarantee you that you'll end up losing a lot of that money that you did make chasing a short term gratification. Uh, for real, I feel like you got a lot of people on TikTok trying to kind of finesse the system that way, but that's that's not a long term a long-term way to have success in this market. You have to really know what you're doing and what you're, you know, you have to understand. And people are just in throwing investments and stuff like that. And that, that could come back and bite you in the ass. Right. If you could, don't know what you're doing at all. Definitely don't trust anything that you really hear on TikTok. A lot of the people that are on TikTok are just trying to sell courses and, you know, get you for your money. But you really can, you know, YouTube's free. You can get all the same information for a lot better and safer other than, you know, Buying someone's eighty dollar course to learn nothing. Yeah, I've seen a few courses like that on Instagram. They'll be like, um, you know, and buy my fifty dollar course. You know, you know, try to learn that stuff. But right. you know, why I don't need to do that when I can just go on YouTube. And speaking of YouTube, are there any channels that you'd recommend for people? Uh, Graham Stefan is a good YouTube channel. To uh, the guy's great. Talks about a lot of investments. Uh, really knowledgeable. But um, yeah. That's that's the only YouTube channel I would really uh, recommend. Mm -hmm. I I uh I see I, I saw I saw one in particular the other day and it's pretty funny because uh my my uncle who's going to be coming on for this uh um who's going to be coming on for this series really really he's he's an OG in the game y'all gonna learn so much from him but um been in the game since the early seventies. Did the car stuff, did the houses stuff. Now I'm back onto the car stuff. So 
Um, got a lot of game, but I was I was looking at uh, one of the Instagram ads, and it was saying like buy my buy my course for like forty nine ninety nine, and you'll learn a ninety way you'll learn ninety nine ways on how to flip a house without using anybody else's money, I mean without using your money, using everybody else's money, and I was like. That's why we need to do this series. We don't, I don't want to scam people. You know, the thing is, you can give a person like information, you can buy all the books you want to buy, but what you do with that information is what's key. Knowledge is key, but you need to unlock that door in order for it to, you know, in order for you to get gratification. It needs to get the success that you want. You just can't read a book all day and then be like, okay, where's the money? Right. You know what I'm saying? So one thing, you know, I feel like a lot of people, you know, hear the information, but it just stays there. It just stays in their brain, you know. At least that at least that's what I've seen. Or else everybody else would be rich. Everybody would be rich if it was that simple. You know what I'm saying? And everybody nowadays, you know, they're investing because um you know, because the of the pandemic, you know, the market just it, it exploded. It exploded, then it dipped, it dipped really bad. But now it's starting to come back up. But um, it's it's very interesting because you know, uh, as I said on the podcast before, you either after this after this pandemic, you're gonna see who the people who are you know who put in yeah. you know who put in the money into the stock market and those who didn't, you know, those who sat on their ass all day, you know, those who put the money in the index fund so they don't lose too much money, those who play with the stock market to gain a whole bunch of money, and those who invested in properties invested in uh, assets to, right. you know, gain some sort of, you know, advantage over those who didn't. Rest society. Right. And I, um, I agree with what you're saying about, you know, people can read a book, but if you don't take action, you know, it's kind of pointless. But, you know, I think a lot of people don't take action just because, you know, they lack the knowledge. Even if you're reading a book, that may not be enough. And if, you know, if you're lacking the knowledge, it can be hard to, you know, get into, you know, different investments because you know no one wants to lose money and i think once you get that one wake-up call where you do lose a lot of money on an investment you know it just you know it keeps a lot of people from investing like you can use 2008 as an example people that we know were 18 just now getting in the market you know lost everything. boomers lost everything you know well not everything but you know they lost a lot of money and that sometimes that builds a cycle of, you know where people say i don't want to invest like they'll tell their children investing is bad and that just builds you know, that chain reaction that keeps people away from, you know, getting in markets, buying real estate. But, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Uh, I think we, our generation is so blessed to have this type of information at our fingertips. I think about, you know, people in our parents' generation. They were just taught to work a job, pay your expenses, and just do that for your whole life. And they didn't even have, there is really no way to get this knowledge. You know, they didn't have the internet. They didn't have any, they didn't have anything. And you talk to your friends, your friends don't know about this. Your parents, their parents definitely didn't know about it. So I think we're blessed that we can just go online. And like you said, YouTube, we can just go online and look at that stuff. We can, we can see, we can connect to each other online and talk about what books to buy, all that stuff. Like Rich Dad Poor Dad, I also have the intelligent investor, just like you were talking about, cause, you know, cause you recommended it to me. So we are blessed and we have to take advantage of that blessing that we have okay. and really learn about this stuff because it can it can change everybody's life 
that's that's very true um yeah and i also think networking is a big key like you like you said you can talk to anybody you can communicate with anybody just reach out to people you know and a lot of people are willing to help you like you can go on reddit right now and go to a real estate form or a stock form and just talk to people in the comments people are willing to help you especially ogs they're they want to help you they want to see you succeed but all like you said all the knowledge is at our fingertips and you know it's it's basically free game whole bunch of free game and and it's funny that you bring that up because i remember one time i was uh you know i was trying to get into uh investing and i ran into a venture capitalist who was at my church put me on so much game put me on so much game it didn't even make sense it like 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 have the things that like that man told me you know people aren't even learning in business school I, I talked to one person who graduated from business school, and I told him, "So, are you tracking the tr are you tracking the stock market right now?" And he was like, "No, I've just been, you know, trying to." Uh, what did he say? He said he was he's been trying to, uh, you know, get his business under underway by trying to get his uh, his merchandise, you know, all regulated. But if you don't know how, you know, how like the money side of it, how do you expect for your business to boom? Like, like that's one thing a lot of people need to understand like business owners aren't just you know merchants right not just more you know a good businessman is not just trying to sell you this product he's trying to sell you the product in order to get the money so he can flip it that's what a good businessman is doing he's trying to flip a product you know what i'm saying so right. if I, I buy a car right now right i buy a car when I buy a car, I'm going to sell it to you. I'm not just going to sell you the money. I'm not going to sell you the car, get the money, and spend it. A good businessman is going to take that money, flip it, or put it into the stock market, get a little more, then flip it, and then and then take that money off the stock market and flip it for some, a better car to sell to another person. That's what a good businessman, a good, you know, a person with, you know, a business IQ of or a high business IQ would do. Um, but to switch the topic a little bit, um, let's talk about, you know, uh, things that, cause we about to, we about to, we about to end, we about to end the live and not the podcast, but, uh, let's talk about things that, you know, a person can do on a daily basis just to, besides reading, but some, something on a daily basis to get a person, you know, in a business mindset or investing mindset. Repeat the, the ending of that, that question. Uh, let's talk about something, you know, uh, every day. What's something that somebody, every day they wake up, they should do one thing. What is that one thing? Uh, manifest. Manifestation. That's what they should do. Think and grow rich. That's just, that's what they should do. They should write down something that they want to be behind, like a saying that they stand by, and they should read that to themselves every morning and night and do affirmations, and you can do that. You can do that every day. Or just yeah, that's that's only other thing you can really do other than reading or watching YouTube videos, in my opinion. That's facts. Because day trading is dangerous. I wouldn't I wouldn't get into that shit. Um, <laughs> but uh, unless you're a broker, but that's a whole different ball game. Um, you find other people's money. Um, but yeah, honestly, honestly, one thing that I I I'd say people should do every day, um, they should find you know they should learn other ways to invest. Um, you know, there's, there's not, there's not enough ways for you, you know, you can't learn 
you can't learn too many ways to invest. If you if you invest your money the correct way, you'll always have money to invest. You know, because your money makes your own, your money makes its own money. Right. At the end of the day, so no matter what you know, how much money you have, you can always invest more. You know, you take a dollar, you flip that dollar to two, you flip that, you flip that to four, eight. Now you have sixteen bucks. You can go buy yourself a sandwich and keep investing. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my that's that that's how I think in life. You know, I'll stay. I'll be hungry. I'll be hungry until I have enough money. If I have or what was no? I want you to explain the the ten percent rule. I feel like that's I feel like that's a good note to leave to end off on. Um, you should only yeah only spend ten percent of what you make. That's that's what you should do, and then the rest of your money you should either save it or invest it. Um, there's many ways that you can do that. There's an app called Acorns that invests a portion of the money that you spend at stores. Um, yeah, so only. Spend Spend ten percent. I mean, if you're getting a two hundred dollar check or four hundred dollar check, and you're spending, you know, three hundred eighty dollars, you just it's gonna be very hard to grow your wealth. But like Michael said, everything right now, if you put your money into something, it should make money. Especially right now with inflation and interest rates being low, it's impossible not to make money unless you're putting it in a dying company like AMC. I know there's a rise in the market, but that is not a fundamentally sound um, company. So. Like I said, yeah, like Michael said, um, yeah, just only spend 10% of your money and save the rest. And everywhere you put your money at right now should increase in my, uh, value. But not financial advice, just saying. No, nah, for real. I mean, like I said earlier, and when, I mean, we're in COVID. It's not really a lot that you should be spending your money on in the first place, especially at our age. Most people in our demographic, we aren't paying for a house or nothing like that. So we don't really have too many expenses. There's really no reason why we should be blowing 90% of our paycheck each, each week. Right. You know, do something. Like you said, Zach, you got to make your money work for itself. Right. You're going to thank yourself in the end, but you can't worry about that instant gratification. That's right. Hey, blow the questions up because we're about to, you know, we're about to head off. So if you have any questions, I'm about to answer this question that's on the bottom right now. If you have any questions... Put it in the uh, just put it in the comment section. Put it in the Q and A part. We'll answer. Um, but this question right here is: Did you guys learn financial literacy through school or outside of it? Um, well, in our elementary school at St. Leo's, they had like you know that the, the, those little you know financial literacy. You gotta you got you know you gotta set your budget and shit you know, days, but they aren't teaching you anything about the stock market. They weren't teaching you anything about like real financial literacy, how to make your, how to, how to make your money work for you. You know, they weren't teaching you about, you know, what books to read, you know, but then again, we were only 13 years old, 14 years old, you know, and then below that, honestly. So, bro, honestly, all in the if I keep it a buck, we ain't even learn math, bro. <laughs> oh my God. Don't, don't, don't let us get started on that shit. But, but bro, that financial literacy class, we we didn't give a damn <laughs> that shit, bro. I think you guys got to speak for yourself. I think you got. You remember uh, my business that I did with like uh, Jalen, you know, two other guys. Yeah. Oh, we, oh, no, you're talking about that one. You talking? Okay, so there was there was two parts. There was two parts. Let's remember this for a minute. There was there was two things. We had the financial literacy class, and then we had those that business uh, competition. Uh, I mean, that was in financial literacy, though, right? No, that was different. You sure? I was yeah, I was a different class. 
Mm. We did that one year. We did that in eighth grade. Uh, or we did that our eighth grade year. It might have been you guys' is like a different year. Oh, I remember that because our, our stuff went crazy. We had the, we had the little uh, the, the little sour. Nah, uh, the it was a slushy. <laughs> bro, bro, bro. I came to school, bro. I came to school and I plugged everybody. I think you brought the Nutri-Blend. Somebody else brought the nerds, and I brought the drink. I'm not telling you guys what was in that drink, but even the teachers are like, even the teachers like, I'll give you an A if you if you if you give me the if you give me the, if you give me the ingredients. I was, I was, <laughs> bro, I, bro, I would never drink no shit like that anymore, bro. I would never drink nothing as unhealthy as that was, bro. Like just just loaded. It was Skittles and Sprite, bro. Just completely just this diabetes. <laughs> Just just a sugar hurricane, bro. It was worse. It was worse, honestly, than than what you call it, bro. It, it was worse. It was worse than a regular slushy, bro. Oh, hey, hey, but we got second in the competition, man. <laughs> no, but we won that. Huh? I thought no, we lost some girls. I think. Yeah, we lost to some girls, bro. On some booth, bro. They didn't use the money, bro. That's what's crazy. Oh, they didn't, bro. That shit was crazy. They didn't use the money. We really could have been rich, bro. Telling them and motherfucking, you know, and, and we could we figured, we could have figured out a way to you know to sell the bottles and stuff. I think we just didn't dream big enough because we 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 were talking about putting it in paper cups and shit. <laughs> Honestly, well, I mean, bro, it's kind of hard. We can't we can't just we can't just mix Sprite and Skittles and call it a business. Like those are already two business. <laughs> so, but bro, lemonade. It was a secret lemonade, you know, little you know thing. Bro, it wasn't nothing secret, but we just threw that. <laughs> Blender, bro. Like, <laughs> we just threw it in the blender, bro. If I put I put Sprite, lemonade, and uh, ice, and, and Skittles, and Nerds. Bro, bro, let's not kid ourselves. But hey, y'all got any more questions though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it says right here, Zach, tell to talk to the people about P O R T R and P L T R about Ponser. Oh uh, yes, um, Ponser is a big data company um it's, it was founded by the same dude who founded uh paypal with uh elon musk his name's uh peter till and the uh, other ceo is alex cart but um yeah they're big data they have a lot of partnerships they just partnered with uh amazon and um a lot of people really don't understand the company but it's just big data and big data is going to be you know like it's going to be like oil in the future so you're early still in the stock in my opinion um i think the stock has a lot of room to grow uh market cap i think is believed like 40 billion so you know it's still relatively cheap to you know tesla um and the pricing the price to sales ratio or price to earnings ratio is like not that high i think it's like 10 times over sales i'm not sure but it's nothing like you know um tesla that's what i'm gonna say pe ratio tesla's like a thousand so i think it's still a safe investment um good um background it has a lot of partnerships and um it's going to be profitable next quarter. I think the only reason we had a rough quarter is because of a uh, stock-based compensation because, you know, it had to give its employees since the stock was locked up. But big data company basically is what Palantir is. Yeah. I, I, I honestly didn't know about that. So you just put me on game. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a good company. I, um, as soon as I saw that, um, as soon as I saw that it was going to, you know, go public, um, I really got interested in it. The day that it IPO'd, I'm not going to lie, I just I just dumped a lot of money at it and I just kept doing it. And um, I got rewarded for that. But 
I understand the company. I know what the purpose of the company is and what they're trying to achieve. But I mean, it's speaking for itself. I mean, every contract they get is over millions of dollars. You know, it's not a not a small company. But you know, a lot of people aren't wake to that. And when the stocks, you know, trading at two hundred dollars a share, you know, those who bought early will be rewarded. But that's like I said, not financial advice. That's just why I like the company. Yeah. Hey, question, right? What is your career goal? Um, you know, my career goal. I'm gonna be honest. I'm just gonna answer this real quick. Uh, what's your career goal, major? You seem wise. Uh, my major right now is business administration, but I'm working on real estate. I'm about to get my real estate license next month, and um, yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna do. So yeah, I have a degree. Hopefully, well, not hopefully, I will have a degree. But my plan is to just buy a lot of real estate, which I'm planning on getting my first property here in August, and just keep on um, renting out each property as I go. But yeah, I don't. I don't, I've seen what the nine to five and what working every day for the rest of your life does just to retire on some, you know, shitty pension or whatnot. And I just, I don't want that for myself. I just rather, you know, collect passive income and not really have to do anything of it and, you know, cater to the people who are um, living in those properties that I buy. Nice. This, it's crazy because we all, you know, three like-minded brothers and we got, we got a club, you know, I'm not going to speak too much on it because... You know, we 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 just we just hit the you know we just starting to hit that uh that that uh, bedrock, but you know we got a club of all like-minded brothers who seem to be on the right track, and our goal is to all have that you know, fuck the nine to five, you know, fire our jobs, you know, um, you know because it's it's crazy, you know they they've had us by the balls for too long. I've been working. I've been working at my job, bro. I've been, I've been working at my job for a year and a half, bro. And you know, nothing I'm, wrong with that. You know, you I, there really isn't because what I'm doing is just collecting the income in order to, you know, invest it and take care of myself, so I don't have to do this for the rest of my life. So, and I'm looking at this because my reminder is I work with older people, like you know, people who are in their forties, fifties. So just looking at them. It's a motivator. I don't mean that to diss them, you know, or show them any disrespect, but respectfully, I can't do that. Right. I'm not doing that for the rest of my life. I plan on retiring by the time I turn 45. I keep telling right. But and That's completely achievable by anyone. It just comes down to financial literacy and when you start. Um, like you said, I mean, there's nothing wrong with a 9-to-5, like you said, but if you're using your 9-to-5 to, you know, fund investments, then, yeah, you'll make a lot of money. Like, for me right now, with the investments I've made, I, I can make more money in a day and not day trading, just sitting on my investments that I've invested in and then going to, you know, my job and, you know, working an eight hour shift or so. But, you know, you got to stay humble. You got to keep, you know, grinding, you know, keep taking that money, keep putting that money into more funds. Just keep doing that. Keep doing that. And eventually then boom, you can you can leave your job. Right. You got to start. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. Bro, yeah. That's great mentality, bro. I think sometimes you work in. Because right now, I mean, I work at Safeway, and they be trying to slave me. But I, you know, I keep my head up. I know there are there are better days ahead, and I'm I'm not going to be an adult working there. You know, this is a short-term type of thing. But there's nothing wrong with, with working 9 to 5. It's just it's all depending on what do you do with the money that you make. Are you spending it wildly, you know, or are you putting it into investments so you can make more in the future? It's just about what you're doing with your money. We all – that we like to buy, but you, you can't buy irresponsibly. 
Right. Like today, I got a, I got a twenty dollar tip. What am I gonna go do with that? I'm not gonna go spend it. I'm gonna go buy some stock. There you go. It's <laughs> <laughs> simple as that. I got, I got a forty dollar tip. Like what? Like, like, like. You know, I could go spend that on. Actually, I don't even know what I would spend forty dollars on. I probably save that honestly. Or, but, but you know, one thing I'm gonna do. Well, this is probably the last point, but. Um, one thing I'm going to do very soon is, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say it online. That, that's, that's something that I got to keep on a low. But wait, wait, Michael, I just want to let you know that when you said, I'm, I'm not going to buy, I'm not going to buy nothing that's 20, I'm going to buy some stock. You sound like one of them LL, one of them LLC Twitter dudes who be, who be saying that, dang, what, what you going to do? What you going to do with, with the, with the, let's check. Uh, you, you going to invest in some stock? Uh, you going you going buy you going buy some property like you sound like put it in sound like 19 keys is that what you trying to say yeah bro you sound like that boy 19 keys and hey, you also follow him though he be giving up the real game bro yeah i don't know about joining that black world order but um <laughs> but y'all 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 hey i'm not uh, my fault what you say bro yeah, I said, I said, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna speak for y'all. Y'all, y'all can join the, you know, the Black World Order if y'all want, but I'm not gonna speak for y'all. So, but that is all we're gonna give you guys on live. But in a couple weeks, we will have this podcast up in its full extent, probably hour and a half, uh, hour, hour and a half of just, just us spitting game. But this is all you guys are gonna get from us. We appreciate you guys. Everybody go follow Workout Zay. Appreciate you. know, I want to say that. I want to say this on live. You know, appreciate you for coming on. But, um, yeah. Wait, I just I just want to give a – I want to – I really appreciate y'all who be tuning in to the podcast, bro. I, I really love y'all, bro. Even if you tune in on Anchor, bro, that stuff means the world to me. When I when... – Y'all – no, that, that's the thing. We want you guys to tune in here. Give us all the questions you possibly have, because we know you guys have questions. And then, and then in a couple weeks, take that over and give that same love to Anchor, Apple Podcasts, you know, Spotify, and now YouTube. We do have our YouTube up. We're gonna start uploading a whole bunch of you know content on there. So, you know, as we always say, man, as long as you show love. We'll stay consistent, man. All right. Appreciate it, though.